Well, praise the Lord today. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 3. Feel the word of the Lord this morning. The call in the Spirit. And the words would come. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Moses had come out of Egypt, forsaken the Egyptian way of life, and now tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. Exodus 3, verse 1, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Things happen when we come to the mountain of God by way of journeying. And so it seems the mountain of God is at the back of the desert out back of a dry and weary land. Verses 1 and 2, he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. There was only one fitting response in light of this holy appearing. Verse 3, we read, Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. Verse 4, So when the Lord saw, take notice that he's watching and he's looking, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. There was a calling on this man's life, a destiny. calling of God on this man's life and the season of preparation was lengthy. Moses means drawn out. He was drawn out of the river as a child. And he was drawn out of Egypt as a man. And here he is being drawn out called and chosen for a mission of deliverance. When some get drawn out, the season of preparation is brief. And when others get drawn out, the season of preparation is lengthy. You know, it's best to let the Lord's will be done. What is greater 
to be used by God or to be prepared by God? Are they not equally as great? Who God prepares, He uses for His glory, for His honor, and for His purposes. Words I've uttered before, three months, and then placed in the river, Moses. Three months placed in the river. And now here he is at the mountain of God, 80 years of age. Lengthy preparation time. I mean, did Moses need that much work? Did the Lord need 79 years and nine months to ready Moses for the mission? Perhaps. Or did the Lord know the exact right time? The time decided by him when he would break Egypt and set his people free using a man he drew out of the river 79 years and nine months earlier. The Lord does not see as we see. We'd be itching at three months to stride into Egypt and declare to Pharaoh, let my people go. Can we agree that the Lord knows what he's doing? And so let's not let time corrupt his processing of our lives. After he had been drawn out of the river by the arm of the Lord, the Lord took him on a journey. The Lord took his time working on the man. The Lord took his time as he so perfectly determines to lead this man to a burning bush where he saw, where he so clearly heard, where he turned aside from general use to precise direction at the voice of the Lord. And his only response, here I am. Verses 4 to 10, so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. 
It's when the Lord hears our cries. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. He sees what's taking place. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. You know, I believe in a burning bush moment for each person drawn out by the Lord. Who are we? We should have been drawn out. And who are we that we should go? Who we are is because of who He is. And because of what He's worked, prepared by the Lord, used by the Lord. And when the I am is sending us, we are ready. You know, if Moses would have headed into Egypt in his own timing, in his own strength, the people would have never been delivered. He had to wait till the Lord took him to the burning bush, till the Lord met him in the fire, called him, commissioned him, pressed promise into his life and committed power and strength. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Drawn out and now the processing and timing of the Lord, a journey to the back of a desert, and there the mountain of God. It's there the Lord meets us in the fire. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three men midst Babylon. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. An image had been set up. And at the sound of many instruments and all kinds of music, everyone was to fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. When you hear the band strike up, When you hear the sound, the penalty for not bowing, for not worshiping the image that had been set up, well, the same hour you'd be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And so the stage was set and the time came, and Babylon's band let out the sound. Strike up the band. Everyone hit the deck except three men. Everyone fell down, bowed down, worshiped the image set up except three men. Three men stood when everyone else was bowing. 
Three men stood when everyone else was worshiping Babylon's image. Three men with bowed hearts refused to bow their knees. Three men devoted to the worship of one held their ground. We love stories like these. Do they change us? Challenge us? Daniel 3, verses 12 to 15, there are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? It was a setup, all right. Now if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, Flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, catch it. That's the enemy's ploy. Ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Many of us are familiar with the story, familiar with the account. Perhaps some here today are not. Those of us that grew up in Sunday school, this is one of the great Sunday school lessons, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Get this kind of heart into the young people. This kind of resolve into the young people. This kind of commitment. Daniel 3, we read on, beginning of verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered. I mean, how would you answer? Imagine. They answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, I love this, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Amazing. You know, some are so careful in their answering, trying to safeguard rather than fully throwing life into the hands of God. The message paraphrase, you know what it says? Your threats mean nothing to us. We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, resolve. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. 
Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was supposed to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, their hats, and their other garments, and they were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flames of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was an hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word, and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Bound in the fire, yielding their bodies. What do I hear? Call in the Spirit. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Take a stand. And stay standing. And don't give in and accept the out. Now if ye be ready, Give God a chance. You know, we serve a God that meets us in the fire. In the fire of affliction. The fire of persecution. And what of the fire of infirmity? A God that meets us in the fire 
in the fire because you chose surrender. Because you yielded your body. In the fire because you stood. Because you trusted and set your fate in the hands of God. Because you declared at the risk of fire his power to save. In the fire because you chose sacrifice. In the fire because you tarried. Remember Pentecost? We serve a God that meets us in the fire. In the fire because you chose to shine as a burning lamp. In the fire because you chose to be purified. Yes, the refiner's fire touching our lives, consuming our lives, purifying our lives, marking our lives, claiming our lives, branded by the Almighty. Zechariah 13, verse 9, I will bring the one-third through the fire. We'll refine them as silver is refined and test them as gold is tested. They will call upon my name and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, the Lord is my God. The one-third. one-third. Malachi 3.3, he will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge, that is, refine them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. We serve a God who meets us in the fire. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it's quite the piece of history. You know, I wonder... Are we those that shrink back when the heat gets turned up? Whatever the heat represents today. And I wonder if there's a remnant of people that will give God a chance to meet them in the fire. Like how about the fire of temptation? the fire of compromise. They give God a chance to meet them in the fire. We know in our world today there is much temptation. And yes, there is much compromise. I share these words today. Today, the heat of temptation and compromise is many times hotter than it was a generation ago. For example, Satan has rigged the entire technology of our age, corrupting it with seduction, sensuality, lust, and temptation. 
Why do we face such a white-hot furnace of temptation today? Why are lust and sex being used to sell every conceivable kind of product? Why are there hundreds of porno websites on the internet? Who is the target of this flood of filth? It isn't the secular world, which has already been seduced. No. Satan's target is none of these. Rather, he has manipulated the media to snare the hearts of overcoming Christians. He wants to weaken and destroy the testimony of the gospel. Right now, the furnace is being heated seven times over in the lives of many believers. Satan has created situations in their homes, on their jobs, and in their relationships that are more intense than ever. And many once strong Christians are giving up, quitting on God. They no longer pray for help. Instead, they think, my trial is too intense for me to survive. In Daniel 3, God turned the devil's scheme into an opportunity to expose the whole nation of Babylon to his testimony. Because the three young men would not bow, the Lord delivered them. And they brought to the nation a clear manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say, let it be, Lord. Lord, let it be. The king of Babylon testified, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Quickly, the king nullified his first decree of idol worship, let's call it what it is, and issued this new decree, therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Closes off, beloved. It all happened because of the testimony of three men, righteous lovers of God who were willing to lay down their lives in faith. Yes, things are going to get hot economically, physically, mentally, spiritually, and in every other way. But God has already put his hand on separated godly men and women in every place. And his gospel will be preached as a testimony. Then the Lord will come. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. Fourth man in the fire. That's our God. Fourth man in the fire, that's our Lord. Fourth man in the fire, that's our Savior.
Fourth man in the fire, that's our friend. Fourth man in the fire, that's our Holy Ghost. Give the Lord a chance to meet you in the fire, to set you free in the fire, to set you loose in the fire, to get you walking in the fire and to protect you in the fire and shield you in the fire. Lo, I see men loose and women loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. You know, I don't know about you, but I want to give God a chance to meet me in the fire. I already know him as the God that meets that meets his people, his sons, his daughters in the fire. But there will be more opportunities to give God a chance to meet us in the fire. I want to know him in the fire. I want to see him in the fire. I want to hear him in the fire and feel him in the fire and be with him in the fire. I want to walk with him in the fire. I want to rejoice with him in the fire. And you know, I've come to this conclusion in my life, and I'll share it with you, that if I'm Shadrach and I can't find a Meshach and Abednego, me plus the Father plus the Son plus the Holy Ghost, lo, I see four loose in the fire, and they have no hurt. You see, I'm responsible for myself. Three men stood that day. They didn't hit the deck. But if the other two would have hit the deck, that's no excuse. You see, this is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. This is an individual thing. I know we're family units. We're husband and wife. We're friends. Three amigos. We're a church. We're the people of God. It's easy to stand when everyone else is standing, but what happens when they hit the deck? I have to stay standing. That's my responsibility before God. I can't get up there and say, Lord, I didn't stand that day because, I mean, there were too many knees on the ground. I wonder how serious we are, you know? You can have the worship team return today. I just want to share one or two quotes with you. They sort of pertain to this. Thou hast a difficult road before thee. See, O traveler, to heaven, that thou go not without thy guide. Thou hast to pass through the fiery furnace. Enter it not unless, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, thou hast the Son of God to be thy companion. You know, I've read the story before, and I don't know if you ever thought this, but it's like, Lord, they're still standing. Lord, they haven't answered carefully. Fire's, you know, turned up, cranked up seven times. They're walking. Is God going to put the fire out? Is God going to put the fire out? You see, God didn't put the fire out. And perhaps for many, that's the breaking point. 
God didn't put the fire out. He just put Jesus in there with them. Now give God a chance to meet you in the fire. I believe the word of the Lord for some here today. Whatever the fire represents, it may not be that the Lord puts the fire out. But he'll put Jesus in the fire with you. Trust the Lord. He will be with us in it. Thank you, Lord. Wherever we're at today, if we're like Moses, we've been drawn out, drawn out of the river as a child. Now you're a man, and God's saying, I'm drawing you out of Egypt. Drawing out of Egypt. And now comes the processing of the Lord the making of the Lord, the preparation of the Lord, in the timing of the Lord. Somehow drawn to the back of a desert, the weary wilderness. You're like Moses and you're coming to the mountain of God today. God wants to meet you in the fire. God wants to call you out. God wants to change things. Call and commission you. Out from general use into specific use where you know I'm being used of God. Mission of deliverance. We're all on a mission of deliverance. That's the call. That's his heart. Called up by God. The question today is, will you let God meet you in the fire? Will you turn aside? Will you see? Will you hear? Will you respond, here I am? Here I am, Lord. Some here today, it's a drawing out of Egypt because Egypt is all you know. That's where you live your life. That Egyptian way of life, an unregenerate way of life, a sinful way of life, a sinner's way. 
And it's the Lord today drawing you out. Calling you out, leading you out. Would you accept His call today? It's only because of our great deliverer, Jesus Christ, that we can be drawn out. If we're here today, we're facing some fires like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we know there's many fires we face, and whatever it represents today, the heat's been turned up, we've stood. Try to be as faithful as we can, and we're facing fire. Give God a chance to meet you in the fire. He's faithful. Great is his faithfulness. Put your life on the line for the Lord. Surrender everything to him. Throw your life into the hands of God Almighty. Let him prove himself to you. And even if it doesn't work out just like you thought it would. You see, we read the story and we say, wonderful. There was a fourth man in the fire. But did you see the resolve of these three men? They said, even if our God doesn't rescue us, we trust him. We're not going to bow. We're not going to worship the image set up. We're going to stand. We're going to stand. I don't know what kind of fire you're facing today, but give God a chance to meet you in the fire. We've, we've talked about the different types of fire. Give God a chance to set you free in the fire and loose you in the fire and get you walking in the fire, get you talking with him in the fire, get you rejoicing in the fire. Lord, we trust in you. Lord, we trust in you.